Hey team, it's Mon, and this is How's Your Head, an extension of the health classes you missed where I check in with everyday people and ask that very simple question, how's your head? We'll open up the conversation, break down the stigma, and inspire you to check in with the people that you care about. Let's go. A quick disclaimer here, guys, no one in these episodes is a mental health professional. If you are struggling with your mental health, please contact Lifeline on 131114 today or seek help from your local GP or other mental health professional. Look after yourselves. Hi guys, welcome back to another How's Your Head episode. I am very excited for this one today. I've been trying to tee this one up for a while and to be fair, it's been my fault. It has been 100% my fault. Anyone who knows me well knows that I am not very organised, which is weird, right? As a teacher, you'd think that I would be, but alas, I'm not and I'm working on it, I promise. But today I've got Olivia in the studio with me and we have known each other for many, 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 many years. Uh, We are practically related. I did grow up in your family as the fifth daughter, the fifth Hardwick daughter, which I'm so happy about. It was so lovely. Thank you so much for coming in today, Liv. How's your head? Yeah, pretty good, actually. Yeah, in general, better than it has been in a long time. Good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, but like still have days where I really like struggle with I don't know, just life. Life in general, yeah. Light light life. (laughs) Um, But like in general, big picture, like really positive in general, if that makes sense. Yeah, I love that. So you're in a a good space. Yeah, yeah. You know what? The The sun's out today. I know. I'm wearing a T-shirt for the first time in like a month. It's It's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no, I love that. I think that's awesome. I'm very, very happy to hear that. And so what are some things that you do to help feel that way? For me, I have a one-year-old daughter and that yes. makes things hectic. We love her. We love her. Little Ellie. But she is hectic. Yeah. So for me, taking even like 10 minutes just to do something to take care of myself is a big thing because I think sometimes, especially when you have kids, you give so much of yourself to them that like for me, I need to just take 10 minutes. Sometimes it's just have a bath. Sometimes it's just sit down and eat ice cream and not have anyone talk to me. Yeah. Because, yeah, I think sometimes I just am, like, so overwhelmed with the juggle of everything that taking time for myself is a big one. Yeah. I've also started playing footy this year um, and that has been huge for my mental health. I train twice a week every week, play every week, and, like, that structure has been helping so much. Yeah. So, yeah, been loving that and that, you know, cardio and that kind of thing. Like I started running before Meg coerced me into coming to play. Yeah. Um, and she was like, if you're running, you'll love training. Just come to training. She was like trying to convince me for ages. And I was like, no, I'm scared. And then, <laughs> yeah, and I still am. Um, <laughs> no. But yeah, that, that helps a lot. Just having that outlet. And I take antidepressants and that yeah. helps my mental health. Yeah. I'm super open about that. I've taken them for like 10 years. Yeah. Um, and that's a huge thing for me. I'm super on top of psychologist appointments and mental health plans and stuff like that. And for me, like antidepressants are uh, something that I need to keep going yeah. pretty much. I like that unashamed approach to that because I think I personally have had the option of taking antidepressants, anti-anxiety before yeah. and I didn't at the time. Mm. And I think at that time I had this weird thing in my head like I just like don't, I just don't want to take medication right which I think a lot of people have this weird like stigma around it I think a lot of people have like a preconception that it's like 
only like you have to be super depressed to have it and yeah. you have to be in these dark places and blah, 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 blah. For me, I like look at it and I'm like, it's just a chemical imbalance and these chemicals help me go from day to day. And I think that's kind of why I am super open about it is because like there's no stigma about it. Yeah. I'm, if you need it, take it. Mm. It's the same thing as people with high blood pressure. They take their medication every day. I just take medication to make sure my brain is healthy and happy and keeps going. Yeah, it's just serving a health purpose for you. Exactly, and that's what I look else. at it like. Yeah. And people are so like, oh, oh yeah, like I, I do, but I don't talk about it kind of thing. And I'm like, why? Yeah. Like, who cares? God, and imagine how like how many people are on some sort of medication for anything. Yeah, like <laughs> you know? anti-anxiety, antidepressant, yeah. whatever you need. If it helps you have a good life, why not? Absolutely. And it does, and it has for like, yeah, I've been – on and off medication for my mental health since I was 16. Yeah. Um, and I found something that works really well for me on like a nice low dose. And I'm like, I don't plan on changing that because why would I? Yeah. If it works for you, it works for you. And yeah. that's awesome. So, and I'm happy that it does. Like I, like yeah. you found a balance and you found something that, that helps you. Yeah. Like you said, day to day you need it. It's better than bloody the opposite and, and wondering why or feeling like, I don't know, you've exhausted all other options, but we are lucky actually to have those options, yeah, exactly. aren't we? Yeah, exactly. There's so many places and people that don't have access to these things and yeah. we're lucky that we do. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's something I require for sure. Yeah, cool. I love that about footy too. I yeah. really, really like that. So you're at the club that I played at. I was like, halfway, you know, it's a bit of a grey area at the moment. I'm like, I got hit in the head a couple too many times. I don't know if you can tell. Um, no. And I remember when I first started playing at my previous club and just going, geez, how good is having exercise that is so planned mm. and you are so accountable because everyone else is going yeah. and you know and people are asking and you're voting in the bloody messenger every yeah, week and you're goes, like who's coming yeah. and it's so fun and I know that Meg was trying to get you down to the club for, for ages, ages right? like, no. <laughs> yeah so you for context I started playing in the basin and then I got Meg and yeah. Ruby. Yeah. Now Ruby can't play. But Ruby can't play. She's down a kidney. So. She's down. Rib. <laughs> Poor Rubes. Rib. Ruby can't play, but we then wrangled you and yep. now we've just got one more sister to bloody bring in. So, Grace, if you're listening. We were saying listening? we've got to try and get all of us for one game. Oh, a million percent. How huge. fun would be that so be? Huge. Oh, geez, I'd make a banner. <laughs> be there. Be there with bells on. Um, no, but I do really, really like that, that – Community sport and being in a team is so, I mean, obviously there's the fitness benefits, right? You're doing something fun. You're going out, you're exercising. It's awesome. You're Mm. learning something new. Yeah. But then the social side of it and being able to be involved in something, is that something you found that was really, really good for you? I was literally talking to dad about it today and Mm. saying, because he was like, oh, are you enjoying it and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, it's the first time in my life I've ever been part of a team. Yeah. Which is wild. Because, wow, like, yeah. I've never really been into basketball or netball or anything like that. I'm not the sporty spice of our family. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's especially for a group of women, all adults, different age ranges and lives and whatever, just to get around each other. That's so rare. Mm. I think, like, we really take that for granted is, like, for them, us to just every week. And, like, one of my things later on is about the resis but yeah like I play resis not I'm not in the senior ones team well, like I mean they you are... literally have played how many games have you played <laughs> like eight yeah so you just bloody started I, I mean still who knows? have absolutely who knows? no idea what's going on I go on the field I'm like I don't know where I am or honestly it took me like 
literally three seasons to yeah. be like, oh, I kind of get it now. <laughs> I was talking to someone the other day and they were like, oh, talking about the AFL. And I was like, I've never watched a game. He was like, what do you mean? No, I don't follow the AFL. That's so funny. Our family doesn't. Yeah, true. You're Canadian. We're not not footy people. We're not sport people. I mean, and so, yeah. Now you are. Yeah, now now (laughs) we're sporty people. No, my parents still refuse to come to games if it's like before midday. (laughs) So fair, honestly. Um, But yeah, that like team camaraderie, whatever you call it, where Mm. it's just like a bunch of girls getting around each other. I just love that aspect of it so much. Yeah. Having a few drinks every few weekends, that's so fun. And just, yeah, I love the support. Mm. And, like, if someone's injured, you all check in with them. And, yeah, it's just a really nice, like, community to be part of, especially for me, like, almost 30 doing something like that for the first time. It's hugely different and something that I've never yeah experienced ever well it's like a it's like a getting out of your comfort zone thing isn't it yeah it was yeah. huge like that that was I was so nervous the first time I went to training because Grace yeah. scared me and she's like I went and I died and I was like <laughs> no I don't want to be like throwing up in the corner <laughs> you probably wouldn't be the first it's all good <laughs> I didn't though so I was like okay we're fine yeah we can continue no and I love that and I think that's a real testament to the club that we're at as well because mm. I think that club is really really brilliant at bringing people together and and they always say you know people stay when they come here because yeah. it's it is such a good environment and not to say, I mean, I, I know I've been at multiple clubs and, and it's awesome. Like yeah. it's such a great environment to be in and, you know, playing on the weekends and yeah, I I don't think we can underestimate the positive impact that footy clubs have on for sure everyone, yeah. you know, and, and the community Especially as well like as individuals. Women's footy didn't exist when we were in high school. Oh, isn't it crazy? I have my students talk to me about that because all of them play yeah. now, obviously, and there's, you know, we hear about it, them all in the, we've got a few girls in the Vic Metro team and yeah, we've got, you know, there's big posters outside the school saying, oh, this girl got into this AFLW team and blah, blah, blah. And it's awesome. And they go, oh, you know, when did you start footy? And I said, oh, about 21. Mm. And they're like, why was it so late? And I said, we couldn't play. Like, the there teams wasn't, didn't exist before that. There wasn't team. Like I was probably a year or two later than the team that had started at my first club. Yeah. But how bloody amazing is it that it's come this far and, you know, the club that you're at has mm. two women's teams, which yeah, is, like you said, there's a resi and a seniors. Huge, yeah. Amazing. Like, I think hopefully there's only there's a just, few that do that. Yeah. Um, and hopefully Thank that God. just keeps... Yeah. Oh Thank God for the <laughs> We love the resis. It just keeps, yeah, getting bigger and bigger. I think that's awesome. So big plug to the bears today, I think. Yeah, we love the bears. Go bears. <laughs> um, all right. I want to know a time when you were really, really proud of yourself. And maybe that's got something to do with what we just talked about. Maybe not. No, it is something different. Cool. Um, Good. My probably proudest moment of me keeping my shit together <laughs> yep. was when I had Elle. Yeah. Um, gave birth to her. Mm. Um, because that was a hugely stressful situation that I kind of just had to go with because you don't have any choice. But in essence, Elle went into distress at about 38 weeks and we got induced. I was in labour for, I don't know, a day or something. Um, And then she went into massive distress and had to have an emergency Caesar with like 10 minutes notice. So I went from being in labour, everything being really chill, her heart rate dropping, all of a sudden there was like 20 people in the room, everyone was freaking out and they were wondering whether I to put me completely under or if I could stay awake for the birth. Wow. Um, and I just remember like begging them, like, please just let me stay awake. Like I don't care about having a Caesar, it is what it is, but I just want to be there. Mm. Um, and then kind of got rushed down to surgery and we were in the peak of COVID, so I got separated from Josh, Ellie's dad, and so then I was by myself 
having a huge panic attack yeah. um, and freaking out on the table and getting tipped on my head because my epidural wasn't working. Like everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. Oh, my God. And I definitely panicked, but I managed to, because they kind of said to me, if you don't stop freaking out, because I was vomiting at the time as well. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, they were like, if you don't stop freaking out, we have to give you Valium. Like you need to get your shit together yeah. essentially. Wow. Um. And so, like, I managed to kind of just be like, okay, like, you need to be here, you need to be present, like, you need to focus on what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I did. And even Josh, he ended up, uh, they did, like, the first rat test in the hospital on Josh and he managed to get in there right before they cut me open. And he was like, it was the most stressful thing I've ever seen in my life. He's like, because yeah. you were just, like, so out of it and everything was going on and there was so many people in the room. There was like 40 people in the room and I was as stark as with my, you know, <laughs> bits in the air and I was like, well, this is my Woo! life now. <laughs> Nothing I haven't seen before. I know, it was real grim. I was like, this is a real reality check. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I just was really proud of myself that I managed to like kind of just go with the situation. Elle came out healthy, tiny but healthy. <laughs> she's um, still tiny. She's still tiny. She's just a stick. Little bean. But, yeah, so we managed to have a healthy baby and then she got taken off me pretty much straight away so I managed to see her bundle her up they closed me up her and Josh went away and I got taken upstairs by myself because we were still in COVID so she wasn't allowed to come with me and that was hard but again I was just like yeah it was I didn't know that yeah COVID things they everything was separate and everyone was huge so they took me upstairs and I was by myself in recovery for I don't know how long it was maybe half an hour an hour time then was just so wild yeah um but I managed to get back down after recovery and it was just one of those things that like I look back and like anyone could do it but I was just really proud of how I handled it and like even now like it was like kind of traumatic but I don't look at it like that like I was just Mm. lucky that I was in the place that I was in hospital wise that I had really supportive staff and like even now I still look at it like it's a beautiful experience because it was my experience and it was one of those things and I don't know I was just proud of how how I handled it and how it all went down even though it was chaotic as it was still amazing yeah I just oh my god like what the hell first (laughs) of all I actually didn't know a lot of that story that's no that's insane not many people do yeah um (laughs) but yeah it was the whole experience was like 36 hours or something Mm. um and I'm you would have been exhausted yeah and then you don't sleep because you have like a small human looking at you and you're like what do I do with that (laughs) what the hell what just happened hello who's this I did all this for you what the hell's going on here um no but and I know you say you know anyone could do it but I don't think that's true like I think there it's a lot to be able to sit there and be like especially when you're in the midst of a panic attack, you're vomiting, you're mm. freaking out to then go, okay, no, we need to switch on. Like yeah. that is going against everything that's happening internally for you at that moment. And like, like externally because I was like literally open. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just I was in half. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. As someone who has never given birth or had a child, I'm like, Ugh. Yeah, no, it was um, And traumatic. like I honestly don't think any, like an, unless you've had an identical situation, mm. I don't think people will ever fully grasp that you know like it's I don't even know if I fully grasp it yeah genuinely <laughs> genuinely and I think that's that is a huge thing mm. and we I think we think about childbirth and labor and 
you know, cesareans and whatever the the option is or whatever has to happen as this thing, because, you know, everyone has a kid and you're able to do it. But bloody hell, that is a huge thing. It is huge. It is. No matter what (laughs) angle you have to go, it is There's still a human that comes out. And then, sorry, (laughs) you then have to look after a child that's just sitting there crying and then you have to feed it and there's, like, all this stuff going on. And generally from your boob. Like, from (laughs) your body. It's like, sorry, mate. Click back together, fix yourself up. Also, you've got to feed this kid out of your boob. Like, yeah. I remember Shay had Frankie, who's my my oldest niece and the first baby in our family. Mm. And I remember, like, seeing her in hospitals, like, the day later. And same thing, it was kind of in and out of COVID, so only two of us were allowed in at the yeah. same time. And me and mum went up. And I was just like, wow, you're, like, fully recovering from surgery. But then she's like, oh, no, Frankie needs this, Frankie needs that. And I was like, wow, you just have to get up. <laughs> like, you just have, like... It's wild. Sorry, you've the got whole no choice. Is wild. That's insane. Yeah. And like a C-section is major surgery. Yeah, I don't think I realized like the the extent of what the recovery was going to be. Yeah. Like while you're doing that, you don't think about it obviously. Yeah. And then like I was bed bound for like 24 for 36 hours or something, like literally because yeah, you're wow. still you're not allowed to get up, you can't move, you have an epidural, blah 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 blah. And then, like, I finally got to shower afterwards and I, it was the best shower of my life, even though Josh had to, like, hose me down because I couldn't stand <laughs> up. Like, literally I was, like, lying on the floor. Like, <laughs> not cute. <laughs> Don't look at me. I was like, can I have a nurse, please? She was like, no, Josh can do it. And I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. Can you actually just never look at me? Just don't look at me. Um, oh, my goodness. Oh, I just, yeah, I think you should be proud of yourself because that's, that's insane. And, yeah. like, then to just be this amazing mum and have this beautiful little one-year-old, you know, the year later. When was Ali's birthday? It was, well, was it? Mm, she's almost two. Is she? Is yeah. it October? October, she's oh, two. God, how's that? I, know. I, mean, I don't even know your birthday. <laughs> <Yeah. always. laughs> also October. Um, oh, and she's she's such a doll. Yeah. And you know what? It's all worth it. Oh, totally. I'd do it all again. I literally yeah. said the day after it all happened, I turned to Josh and I was like, I'd do it all again for one of them. Yeah. Like she was just, as soon as she came out, I was like, oh my God, I would die for you. It's insane. Oh. So I'm like, I don't need a baby. A lot I of drugs. Need a baby. I don't need a baby. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of drugs. You're like, I was high as hell all the time. <laughs> the no. end don't help that. <laughs> oh, so on the topic of mum, mm. of mum, of mum life, mm. uh, you're a young mum, right? How old are you? 27 now. I had Elle when I was, I was, had just turned 26, like, 10 days beforehand. Yeah. Which is weirdly young now. Well, it is, though. And I know, like, some people be like, oh, well, I had a baby when I was 18. And it's like, yeah, like, I'm that sure they're... That the 50s. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, yes, like, genuinely, Birth like... didn't exist. <laughs> my mum was 19 when she had my icy star and 25... By, by 26, mum had three kids, right? Yeah, and crazy. Your mum would have been four kids by 30-something. 30 30. Yeah. No, like mum was a bit older. She was 36 when she had her fourth. So, okay, like, yeah. old, so for the, yeah. old for the old 90s. Old for the time. Yeah. Um, not old, though. 36 is not old, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> we are not putting that down there. Okay, sorry. Um, but seriously, like, it, it is. People wait these days, and there's a million bloody reasons for that, as we could go into and have an all, whole other podcast episode on. It was but, a huge thing when I went to mother's group the first yeah. time. I was the youngest by, like, almost 10 years, and I was like, wow. hello. <laughs> not an infant, <laughs> like, I swear. So was Elle planned? No, not no. even in the lightest bit. <laughs> no, oh, she was a beautiful a accident. She was a beautiful surprise. Yeah. <laughs> um, wouldn't change that for the world. It came at the best time for me yeah. and her dad as well. We went together um, when we had her. We got together when we found out I was pregnant. Yeah. Which we are very open about and have no no shame there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was a testing time and very mm. interesting for sure. But yeah, it was. I was younger than I thought I was going to be. Yeah. But now I'm glad I'm the age I am. 
Okay. Because I feel like I'm more able to just go with what is going on, if that makes sense. Like I kind of just let her lead the way. Mm. Um, And like I'm glad that I'll be able to be young while she's young. Does that make sense? Like I'll be 46 when she's 20. Yeah, see, I love that. We can still do fun stuff. Yeah, Not that you can't if you're older, but I think like I... No, there is something special about being a bit younger, I think. Like I really see that. So like I said, my mum was 19 when she had my sister. Yeah. And so they're literally less than 20 years apart. Yeah, right? And when you think about that in the scope of adult friendships and stuff, it's mm. like, that's not long. No. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I've seen them have like this amazing... Not the mean mum don't have an amazing mother to relationship. <laughs> sorry, Carl's. I'm like, oh, sorry, mum, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, mum. Um, no, but they are like it's like a friendship and a mother daughter relationship all in one, but yeah. in a different way. But they're just so close in age. Yeah, it's just, and it's I really cool. Would love that, and I hope yeah. I have that when Elle's older. Oh, for absolutely sure, absolutely sure that you will. Fingers crossed. Um, how did you go? I know I hear this a lot. Mums talking about identity. Mm. and how that changes once you do become a mum. Because like we talked about, it's like you have the baby and then it's like your body is theirs for so long. Still is. I still breastfeed. Yeah. She's almost two. I'm still breastfeeding. Yeah. So my body is so <laughs> not mine. And yeah. I am like 50-50 on like if I want to keep going or not because it is really hard. And you do get like something, I don't know if you've ever heard of like being touched out. I'm sure Shay has spoken about mm, it. I actually haven't heard of that. No. It's just when you like you literally have a human hang- literally hanging off you mm. all day, all night. And you do get to the stage and I think it, you struggle with a lot when you have a partner is like you just constantly have someone on you and then at the end of the day you just want to sit alone and not be touched and I think that's something hard that yeah you have to find that balance I think for me like my identity has changed so much since I had Elle I used to be just super into drinking and partying and doing whatever I could and I was super loose smoked did all these things yeah as soon as I found out I was pregnant. I quit smoking that day. Um, didn't drink, obviously, while I was pregnant. And then since I had L, I've still drink if I want to, but never in front of her. Yeah. Um, just from from my personal like beliefs. Yeah. And I just I think of that's like my mindset around all that kind of thing have changed so much. I still have gone out, especially with the footy girls, gone out a few <laughs> times with them. Yeah. Um, but I just really want to, like, set a healthy example for Elle. Yeah. Especially, like, while they're young and their brains are developing, I don't want to s- her to see me getting wasted and that kind of thing. So, yeah. like, I think my identity's changed a mm. lot, yeah. but in for the better. Yeah. And I try not to, like, let being a mum be my whole identity because I don't want that to be because I think when she gets older then you just have nothing to, like, live for. Yeah. Which is why, like, I've really enjoyed doing sport and I'm still working like I'm a vet nurse and I love doing that and that was a huge part of my identity before I had Elle I love animals and I take Elle to the park and the farm and all the things all the time to go animal spotting yeah but yeah I find the balance of doing everything interesting (laughs) yeah no I love that I think that's great I I like the point of you know not I mean, I, and I do want to preface this by saying, again, I'm not a mum, so I have no idea. I'm talking out of my ass right now, right? <laughs> like, this is not uh, – this is just my personal ideas. Mm. But the idea of having something else, right, because I know there are a lot of people that make being a mum, like, everything, which is, of and course, that's your prerogative. Nothing wrong do with that. whatever you want with your yeah. life. That's amazing. You deserve that. Yeah. Like, whatever. Yeah. But I think it – if I would be the same, I think, in that yeah. I need something else too. Yeah, and like 
going back to work was important for me and Ellie's dad purely because he was also a huge person. He's like, I don't want you to lose yourself in this. Like, make sure you go back to work. We don't need, we didn't need the money. He's like, just go and have some time where you think like an adult. Yeah. And it, you literally do because sometimes you're just like a literally talking to a one-year-old all day and you like start to lose your mind. And then you, you don't even know what your voice sounds and like. And <laughs> I, like I have responsibilities at work and it's nice to then have that like adult conversation again. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, like I think that kind of thing is really healthy. For me anyway it was because then you're not just like losing your mind and your life doesn't revolve around naps and shit like that yeah it literally does sometimes and you get like so obsessed with it yeah oh my god i planned my day today around my nieces too i yeah. helped out with swimming lessons and i was you like you have right, to gotta go here gotta go there and then i was trying to do some work this morning Your and then i had ends. to go put bell down for a nap and i was like all right and i'll get up you're a good auntie like, i need oh to make god. meg do more stuff like that oh, mate. <laughs> i'm like yes shay does have to bribe me with food at all times <laughs> i'm like you making me lunch okay i am there no just kidding um all right tell me about a time when your resilience was tested i struggled with this one okay um, I, like, had never really thought of myself as, like, a resilient person. I still haven't really thought about that much. Like, I wrote down – so just recently I moved into a place by myself with yep. Elle. Me and her dad separated super amicably and we have a beautiful co-parenting relationship and I got a house on the street behind him, which has just been so awesome. nice. Yeah. Um, we got so lucky. But just, like, the logistics – and it was, like, super emotional for me – to do that Mm. it was the right thing for our family a hundred percent but the logistics and the everything of moving into a place on my own with a one-year-old was hard yeah and like I think I just had like a good headspace about it and like I really just wanted to set up a really nice home for my family and I think that was probably I think, like, I guess that's re- – I struggled with, like, what resilience is. Mm. Um, I just don't think I've been through anything hard enough to be resilient for. Is that I weird? I don't agree with that <laughs> I feel like everyone has resilience. I mean, you're talking about what you did in birth and being able to be like, I was able to switch on and be yeah. like, no, I need to do this now. That's mental resilience, right? Yeah. Like, you're able to be like, okay, something really – fucked up is happening to me right now (laughs) but I need to turn it on or you know you've been able to get through something right Mm. like you talked about at the start you're on antidepressants you're on anti-anxiety whatever it is right and you you've been able to to keep going with that and push through it and and create this beautiful life for yourself yeah despite maybe how you felt at one point you know and I think that's resilience and yeah yeah I don't think it has to be some like crazy traumatic thing no and that's the thing I was like I was really just happy with how everything went when I had to get my own place and just like all the stuff like organizing the whole world and all these things like I had to sort it out on my own for the first time in ages like Mm. I've never had to do that kind of thing so that was like just something different that I really had to just kind of take in my stride I think yeah I like Um, that I think that was a good example. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome I mean I feel like resilience can be as simple as like maybe Ellie doesn't want to eat her toast and oh. instead of cracking it, you go, okay, how about some yogurt? That child. <laughs> and you're and like, her. I just made you nine pieces of toast because you said that's what you wanted. Literally my life. Feeding a toddler is an actual nightmare. Oh, God. I if mean, I'm, that counts, then that's six times a day. <laughs> that is every day of my life. Me Thank fighting you so her much. just to try not to, like, you can't live off sultanas. You have to have something else. Because she would oh if God. she could. At least sultanas. My niece literally will not eat anything that's coloured. It's like everything's a beige food. Cracker, yeah, bread. Yeah, we go through that. And, like, bread with just a piece of bread. Not even toast bread like just bread just bread and Shay's like what the hell anyway yeah. sorry I'm I feel boring mum chat I yeah. mean auntie chat whatever <laughs> um, 
All right. Tell me a heart happy moment that you've had recently. All right. This so is one of my favorite questions. I have two. Okay. Give them to me. So first one's pretty basic. For the last couple of weeks, I've been taking L to the, what are they called? Like they're just the little farms. Like I've taken her to my Unifarm and Chesterfield Farm. Chesterfield Farm's like core memory. It's I love so it. sweet. And I've yep. just been taking her there for like a nice morning, not any special occasion. I'm just like, you know what? Like, we are sitting around at home. Let's yeah. go do something cute. Yeah. So we go there. It's like 20 bucks. We go get a bucket of food and feed all these animals. And she loses her marbles. And she's, like, Aww. really becoming an, at an age where she, like, recognises all the animals and can make the sounds and say some of the names and stuff. And we just spent, like, an hour. Like, we did it yesterday? Must have been. Yeah. And it was beautiful weather. We just spent the morning at a farm feeding dumb animals, doing dumb stuff. And oh, it's just, like, I such a sweet one-on-one I think I like it more than she does because I'm also obsessed with the farm animals. I'm like trying to pack up, pat alpacas, and they're like, "Please go away." <laughs> You're like just stealing like a little bird home in your pocket. Like, I could get a like... guinea pig, and I'm like, no, probably not. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just one of those things. It's just like it's just so sweet and just like very chill time for us, which is needed sometimes. Yeah, well, you're out of the house as well. You're doing something. Yeah, getting really nice. doing something different. So I've done that last couple of weeks, and that's just like a really. I get home and I'm like, I just really had a beautiful time with. With my daughter. And well, and like, she'll grow up and be like, oh, my God, remember all those times we went to we spent time together at Chesterfield yeah, Farm and we went and saw the animals? Remembers, and, yeah. I mean, you know, but even, like, so young, like, I feel like you just, she feels it regardless yeah. of whether she remembers it. You yeah, know? and then and she sleeps for, like, three hours afterwards. Oh, which is an absolute bonus. <laughs> <laughs> we loved it. Yeah. So yeah. Um, my other one is, like, kind of a funny one, but on the weekend, on yeah. Saturday, we had... Um, I'm like, I know what you did. Yeah. <laughs> we had our first Resi's win yep. for the entire season. Oh, we love it. We love so, it. We love an underdog win. We love it. We got put in div, div three this year. Not sure why. <laughs> Grading was on and Grading off. Grading was, was on and off. So we have been absolutely pummeled every game by like 150 points. Like, it's insane. Like we Mind just, you, these are from teams that have had two teams for ages yeah. as well. So they're a lot more experienced our Resi oh, team and the bits. They're like insanely skilled. Like we played an AFLW player a couple of weeks ago and I was like, get away from me. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, I'm just going to run in the it's other like, This is my third game. Can you please stop hurting me? <laughs> I'm scared. Can you just teach me how you did that thing yeah, before? I have no idea what's happening right now. Um, but anyway, so our team, we have a lot of new players as well. Yeah. And But every game... We'd still be super stoked after the game. Everyone's just having the best time. Like, it's just been such a positive experience, even when we get thrashed every week. And it was becoming a bit of a joke because we were just like, let's go and get lightly pummeled. (laughs) Um, So then on Saturday, our seniors team had a a buy or whatever. It was a, what do they call it? That's a buy. Well, it wasn't a buy. Oh, no, they They forfeited. forfeited. The other team forfeited. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. So... We didn't have any seniors come down. We had one senior come down, but we finally had our entire team. Mm. It wasn't anyone's... Like, Bit of a bench. <laughs> we had a bench, which yeah. is rare. Normally we have like 16 <laughs> people and then like four go out and warm up and it's just a disaster. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we had our full team for the first time in God knows how long and we absolutely had the best game I've ever seen. I was like in light tears. Like our coach was crying at the end. Like it was it. the most insane. Like I've just, it was so fun and everyone was losing their marbles in the last quarter because it was a really close game, but we finally like... One by, I don't even know what the difference was, maybe 10 points or something. Yeah. But it was just insane. And like, 
some of the girls got their first goals. Like most of the team was their first win. So it was just huge. And everyone was so excited. The seniors team was there and watching. So everyone was getting around it. No one even knew the song that we sing when we win. Because I was like, I've never heard this before. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> You're like, uh, I'm just going like, to watch everyone's mouths I was and like, sing. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Good work, I team. I don't it. know what's happening. But it was just such a beautiful moment at the end of that game where everyone was so happy. Everyone was like crying. There was like Aww. speeches. It was just beautiful. <laughs> you actually just but won the grand final. Like, <laughs> literally, finals what? Like who cares? We won that game. We won that game. And oh, yeah, it was just it. such a beautiful underdog moment and like yeah. everyone was just so stoked and then we went out that night and everyone got lightly wasted. Oh, and why you had to. wouldn't you? You had to. Why you wouldn't you? Not. The vibes are high. Keep it going. Absolutely. It was oh, big vibes. I really love that. I think yeah. that's awesome. And again, that just comes back to that thing of footy. Like you can be getting beaten every single game and still go back every single week and train and be consistent and yeah. be involved and it doesn't matter because it's just about being a part of it. I know. We could never win again and I wouldn't care. But no, it's exactly just, like, right. But then you get this game yeah. that's like close. People are kicking huge. goals the it's other, huge. you know, the senior girls are there cheering you on and you're like, oh, my God, what is happening? Meg and was then like, I've Meg watched the game and she's like, yeah. I've never been more anxious in my life. She was like, <laughs> I was stressed. Please win, please win, please win. <laughs> oh, I love it. I think that's absolutely awesome. And, it, again, a testament to the club that, that you're at because yeah. it's, it's really, really cool and just great community and, It yeah, was so funny. So fun. Anyway, <laughs> you're going to have to learn the song because you might win again. You're going to have to get a little rendition of it. Do you, we'll do you remember it? No, not a, not a clue. Do you want me to sing it for you? Please. <laughs> It's not happening. It's not <laughs> happening today. Um, all right, final question. Mm. My one of my favorites. Yeah. I don't want to say my favorite. One of my favorites. Song and or songs to get yeah. you up and about when maybe you're feeling a little bit down. What are they? I or reckon one of the top ones for me is "Dog Days Are Over" by Florence and the Machine. Oh, a banger! Yeah, yeah. yes, that I love one that. like really loud in the car, especially if you're having a really bad day. When you're just like. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm not listening to that in my way. Yeah. I just actually visualise that in my yeah. head. Absolutely. Another one is, I think it's called, I didn't write it down, but it's called Unwritten by Natasha Bellingfield. Yes, but that's also a banger and, like, I get really lit to that. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, so we know what you'll be doing on the way home from the studio today. Yeah, literally. <laughs> oh, and I know. I love it. My third one, because I couldn't decide on just no, one. Give I needed three. Was Gimme, Gimme, Gimme by ABBA. Oh, I'm actually surprised we haven't had that yet. I know. Oh, I get. Oh, I'm so glad Abba just made a big old circle comeback. Like, see, our family are big Abba they, people. Actually, maybe that's why I'm a big Abba. Person. Literally, I think so. You're just like Abba by default. Oh, seriously, like, all your family parties back in the day, and I'm yeah. like, <laughs> we're huge Abba people. Like, we were talking about getting tickets to Mamma Mia. Like, when it comes out in the end of the year. Oh, a million percent. I'm coming. Can yeah, you have me to that come? inbox? We'll Thank you, you so much. Inbox, no worries. Oh my god, no. Those are some of the best recommendations we've had. I reckon I'm going to be putting. The, I almost want to put them in there. <laughs> I know that's cheating because usually I put them in on the day, but I'm really I'm enjoying that. Love a bit of gimme gimme. Oh, the best! <laughs> Did you dance with that on Saturday? Yep. Did that come on? Like yes. Four times oh my we god! I was like, DJ. surely <laughs> it's just replay. And honestly, if I went to a club and they just played that every second song, I'd be like, I'd be stoked, yeah, yeah, yeah. stoked. And every remix, every remix is a banger. <laughs> you can't you can't go wrong. Oh, so good. <laughs> Well, Liv, thank you so much for taking the time to come in and chat with me today. I think this has been awesome. I bloody love it. I feel like I haven't done one of these in ages. I know I said I did one with Meg recently, but I was so unhinged in that episode. <laughs> Guys but are always this, wild when you get together. Oh, man, it's just hard, you know, when it's just like me and her because I'm, like, I'm like, I don't need to be professional. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I am that often anyway, but... Um, 
Yeah, thank you. Thank I've, you for uh, having me. I've loved it. And I'm so glad I finally got you on. And Ruby, Grace, and any other Hardwick family members, if you're listening. <laughs> get uh, that on. That'd be huge. Oh, I should get Martin on. <laughs> Martin, if you're listening, I'm coming for you. No, thank you. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Hey team, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It would be a huge help for me and the health classes you missed if you could like, follow or subscribe wherever you are listening. And of course, if you want to keep learning and stay up to date with me, make sure you come and follow me at the health classes you missed on Instagram or THCYM and How's Your Head on TikTok. I've actually got two TikTok accounts now, so make sure you follow both of those to get all of that content. Thanks, guys. See you later.